Hello, and welcome back to Dinner at Yiffenies with your host, Take a Iron Hoof. Recently, in a particular writing group that I'm a part of called Hoof Prints, I helped sponsor a writing contest with a particular focus on the creative use of chocolate. This will be the third of three entries that I personally selected to be read on the podcast for your listening pleasure. On tonight's episode, we will hear the story of Martin, a scientist who is disgruntled with his employers and hatches a plan for revenge. Unfortunately, things go awry when his partner Peter inadvertently foils his plans. Before we get started, I would like to give a quick shout out to Noxu, the guest artist for our little writing contest. Having had the opportunity to speak with them over time, I can say they are such a lovely artist to work with. I've personally gotten several pieces from them, and I'm always blown away by the quality of their art. If you're curious, or if you would like to get some art from them, I'll leave the link to their Fur Affinity page in the description of this episode. With that, sit back, relax, and let us drift away into another universe of furry fiction and erotica. Chocolate Overdose by Ozzy Martin didn't like his job. That wasn't entirely true. He loved the work and most of his co-workers. He just hated the board of directors and other higher-ups that made working at Kodo Biochemical Incorporated simply unbearable. Again and again, they would make bad decisions that would end up ruining projects he was working on, throwing out good ideas entirely, or simply making the working conditions in his lab noticeably worse and worse, all for the sake of small percentages of profit gains. He had enough of it. Tonight, he was driving home for the last time. He was determined to quit, and had devised the perfect way to do it. He had made a special batch of treats to give to the board at their next big meeting, one that they would never forget. Martin was a lab rat and the lead researcher of the R&D department of Cottle, and was always working on interesting concoctions that helped with the numerous non-lethal chemical agent projects Cottle got up to. Most people would call them unconventional. He called them humane. After all, subduing a group of people by making them lose control of inhibitions and skyrocketing their sexual impulses so they are too busy to be a problem to anyone else was better than more dangerous and deadly options that would no doubt be used instead. About a week ago, he came up with the perfect mix of all of those projects he previously worked on. One part potent aphrodisiac, one part growth catalyst to make all the right places bigger and better, nerve endings multiplied, etc., etc., all put in a small little package. A tasty little chocolate square. He had also made sure that the milk chocolate coating and caramel nougat center were delicious as they were potent. His plan was simple. He would sneak the treats into the next boardroom meeting, knowing full well the board members wouldn't be able to help themselves. After the chocolates were all gone and started to take effect on the board, he'd sneak in to film the resulting messy and completely debauched orgy. With the video in one hand, his resignation in the other, and an email list of just the right people to send the video to on his computer, he'd be able to blackmail them and squeeze them for all they're worth. He would be able to get himself a nice severance bonus 
and never have to see those corporate bastards ever again. And, most importantly, he would be able to finally afford a place for him and his boyfriend Peter, instead of renting out the same dingy apartment they lived in for too long. He smiled to himself, thinking of Peter. His big hoss of a boyfriend always managed to make him do that. He knew his friends often wondered what Martin saw in Peter, even after being together for a little over five years now. They were an odd couple, for sure, but they made it work. Martin was a smart, sleek, and slender white rat, his fur always trimmed and well-groomed, fingers manicured, always well-dressed and prepared. Peter, well, was more or less a slob. He was a large and thickly built stallion, standing just over a foot taller than Martin's five foot six. He also had a couple of hundred pounds on him with a mix of muscle and heft, leaning more towards heft with a soft gut. His mane was long and usually unkempt. His fingernails were almost always dirty from his job working as a building contractor. He tended to wear tattered shorts and old faded graphic tees whenever Martin wasn't allowed to dress him. Friends would joke that what Martin really loved about Peter was what was between his thighs. Martin would be lying if he said he never thought about that. But really, what he really loved about him was his heart. Peter might be a mess, a huge dummy, and sometimes could be a bit of a jerk, but he always knew how to cheer Martin up and make even his darkest days brighter. Even with how bad things had gotten at work with upper management ruining his life, coming back home to Peter is all it took to brighten him back up. Martin couldn't wait for both of them to move away and finally get that house together like they always dreamed, somewhere in the countryside where it was just the two of them together. Just one more day, he told himself. Just one more day and we'll be set. A scowl had etched itself on his face for the entire ride back, thinking about work. It was still lingering as he came in the door, but it instantly melted away when he saw Peter lounging out on the couch, wearing only an old stained tank top and the blue boxer briefs with a hole in it that Martin told him to throw away months ago. Hiya, babe, he said, giving him a small wave. How's work? Martin responded with a grumble and hung up his coat. Peter nodded and chuckled to himself. I hear that. He smiled. Oh, I'm sorry about this, but I got started a little early on those Valentine's Day chocolates you made. They just looked so good and tasted even better. He said, looking just a bit regretful. There's still a few left to share. He motioned to an open container on the coffee table he was resting his hooves up on. A chill ran down Martin's spine. Valentine's Day chocolates? Martin mumbled to himself. He looked over to the coffee table where the open container was. It was the chocolates he had made, and it looked almost empty now. On the side he had written, For 214, in hopes he would avoid this exact problem. But he now realized he messed up the date. Oh no, he thought, letting out a squeak. His mind was racing. Part of him was angry at Peter. He had worked for months on those chocolates, and now that big oaf just ate them all. He tried to think how he would fix it, get his plan back on track, jumping from idea to idea to fix it, to ways to get back at Peter for being such an inconsiderate asshole. 
But that anger was quickly overridden by worry. He wasn't sure what would happen if someone ate more than one of those chocolates, let alone most of them at once. And then the next worry came at him. He had forgotten it was Valentine's Day and didn't get Peter anything. He let himself get so tied up with his revenge that he forgot all about it. How could he allow this to happen? It was all too much to take in at the moment, so he froze up standing near the door, still as a statue, as he tried to process it all. Oh yeah, Peter said, lunging up and reaching behind the couch. He got up with a grunt and brought the box over to Martin, still frozen by the door. Since I opened your gift already, he handed Martin the gift-wrapped box, complete with an oversized bow. The rodent finally moved, shaking only a little to accept it. Martin could tell Peter had wrapped it himself as the paper was bumpy and mishappen in places and covered in way too much tape. Uh, oh, Martin said, still trying to deal with everything all at once. Y you shouldn't have. He took the box into his paws and then looked at Peter, trying to be as nonchalant as possible. How, how many of those chocolates did you eat? Oh, well, he said, looking away, embarrassed. You made so many, and they tasted so good. I made sure to leave plenty for you. Martin looked over and saw that there were only about three left. He had made sixteen. Martin gulped and turned back to Peter. Are, are you feeling okay? Hmm? Peter said, ears perking up in surprise, half expecting Martin to be angry at him for eating so many. Yeah, I feel fine. A bit warmer than usual, and, well... He smirked at Martin, wrapping a big arm around the smaller man and bringing him in for a hug. Feeling extra warm somewhere else, seeing your cute butt back home. But that's pretty normal. He added with a chuckle. Martin sighed into Peter's chest, his mind racing with some mental calculations. This might be bad. Each one of those chocolates was enough to make a man about Peter's size turn into an uncontrollable fuck machine with plenty of fun extras thrown in. Bigger muscles, huge dick, insatiable stamina, and he could only guess what else. He had no idea what would happen if someone took 13 at once. Martin worried what an overdose like this could do. His mind raced with toxicity charts, mental calculations adjusting for Peter's size, weight, etc. Double-checking his calculations, he came to the conclusion that Peter would be okay, health-wise at least. But he just might be more than a handful for the next 24 hours or so. Way more than a handful. The thought of how much more than a handful he was going to be filled Martin with a mix of dread and more than a little excitement. Even more so, as Peter kept hugging him, not letting go yet as he rumbled softly. Martin couldn't help but notice the bulge in Peter's underwear starting to grow up against him. Martin pulled away for a moment. I need to tell you something, he said. He paused for a moment, thinking if he should spin this maybe tell Peter the chocolates were for him and that he was going to turn into a giant sex monster for a day or so. You know, for fun. As a gift. But he didn't want to lie to him, so he went with the truth. Those 
chocolates weren't for you. Peter looked slightly mortified, ears drooping. I'm sorry. I didn't know. Martin shook his head. It's okay. It's just that they had some, well, let's call them extras in them. Extras? He asked, confused. It's a long story, but he continued. You'll be going through some changes soon. Real soon. Oh, no, Peter gulped. Am I going to turn into a werewolf? Martin shook his head. No, no, you'll still be you. Mostly you, anyway. You're just going to get, well, really horny. That definitely sounds like me already. And, well, certain characteristics are going to get bigger. A lot bigger. Characteristics? Peter asked. Martin sighed. Your dick is going to get big. He chuckled. Well, big-er. Other parts, too. I'm not quite sure what else, but you might be gargantuan all over soon. Peter thought about it for a second. He looked over at Martin, currently edging close to a panic attack, shaking a bit up against him. He could feel how worried his little rat was. He knew how high-strung the poor boy always was. He also knew how much he loved to see his cute smile and how to get it back. So he did what he did best. He smiled down at Martin brightly and kissed him on the forehead. Honestly, sounds like a fun night then. What? What? Wait, what? Peter started again. I know they weren't for me, but I can't uneat them, right? So I suppose we can enjoy what happens together. Martin nodded back, calming down slowly in Peter's arms. I guess so. Peter pulled him in again for a big smooch on the lips, arms wrapped around him tight. Peter wasn't lying about feeling warm. Martin could feel how hot he was now. The warmth of his boyfriend was now enveloping him as they embraced. Martin was loving the feeling, but it was getting harder to ignore Peter's crotch rubbing against his stomach even hotter than the rest of him. His dick was bigger than his usually erect size now, and yet still not even half-mast. Peter let him go for a few moments later. Martin staggered to his feet, weak in the knees. He adjusted his fogged-up glasses, reflexively starting to clean them. He was about to put away his glasses, but stopped. He turned to get a good look at Peter with a big grin that sneaked up on his face. Hmm? Peter rumbled as a question, raising an eyebrow to him. Nothing, he said, smiling and shaking his head. Just wanted to get one good look at you before putting them away. Peter grinned and did a pose and flecked his muscles for Martin, making the rodent boy giggle. Martin found the case to store his glasses and got them secured away. He couldn't see as well, but Peter still looked enough like Peter to make him smile. Martin looked at the remaining pieces of chocolate and made his way towards the couch. He reached for the container and grabbed the last chocolates, eating them one by one slowly. I think I'm going to need these, he said, chuckling. They really were good. He'd have to make them again sometime. Midway through eating his second chocolate, there was a sudden shocking sound of ripping fabric, 
Martin looked over to Peter, who was steadying himself on the couch with one hand as he leaned back, his hand gripping the fabric tightly, heaving his chest with heavy breaths. Peter looked like he had suddenly put on fifty pounds of muscle in an instant and half a foot in height. He was always well built before, but now his muscles were undeniably big, with arms that looked bigger around than Martin's head, and a broad chest that was being gripped tightly by his tank top, threads of fabric hanging on for dear life trying to contain them. What was even more shocking to Martin was the huge cock that had jumped up to full hardness, ripping Peter's underwear in the process. The monster member was almost twice as much horse cock as Peter usually had, and he was no slouch to begin with. Somewhere in the back of Martin's mind, he celebrated finally getting rid of those boxers, but most of his mind was more focused on the momentous meat being put on display in front of him, along with every thought of what he wanted to do to it and his hopes of what it would do to him. Standing out more than a foot in front of him, throbbing proudly, was the biggest cock Martin had ever seen. A stream of pre was leaking from the tip, drooling on the carpet. He could easily see every pinky thick vein that crisscrossed the surface, snaking their way up the shaft around the medial ring and towards the tip. Martin quickly gobbled down the rest of the chocolates, keeping his eyes transfixed on Peter and his cock. Along with all the other goodies in them, it made people more stretchy, and he was going to need plenty of that if Peter was already that big. You feeling okay, Pete? Martin asked, looking over to Peter. His big hand was still gripping the couch, his breath hot and ragged. Feeling. The massive stallion started to moan. Good. He looked over to Martin and smirked. He grabbed his tank top and ripped the rest of it off with ease, but making a show of it. Martin quivered at the spectacle. He was glad he could see okay without his glasses, even if it was a bit blurry. His boyfriend now looked like some kind of mythical god and hung like one too. I... I think I could use some help here, though, Peter said to Martin with a certain glint in his eye, patting his cock for emphasis. Martin wasn't sure if it was the chocolates getting to work already or just seeing his boyfriend suddenly being ten times as hot as he already was but all he could respond with was a little squeak before obediently making a beeline to get between Peter's legs, moving oddly to compensate for the small but sturdy tent pole in his pants, harder than he had ever been in his life. Martin found his new home beneath Peter and his cock, getting on his knees, face first into his crotch. He took a moment to get a good look up at his boyfriend from this perspective. The stallion's horse cock took up his entire vision, he couldn't help but gawk at every inch of it, and the myriad of veins that crossed the surface that he knew like the back of his hand had grown and multiplied. He was awestruck by it all, along with the pair of cantaloupe-sized balls hanging down from the girthy base. The musky scent coming off from it all made the air feel thick as paste, potent and virile, and overriding any thought he might have had other than to please the stud in front of him. He reached up with his paws to grasp Peter's horse cock. It felt so hot, it almost burnt his fingers, and he could swear there was steam coming off of it. Even with both hands, he could only barely reach all the way around his girth. But he did his best with what he had, working his hands up Peter's shaft, 
spreading out the copious amounts of pre that was drenching his fingers. He leaned in to get a taste, licking the underside of the cock, slow and thoughtful like he usually went at Peter's sizable cock. But as soon as his tongue tasted his pre, everything changed. He didn't know how to explain it, but it tasted as good as those chocolates, maybe even better. He wanted more. He needed more. With wild ambition that even surprised Peter, Martin took one long lick all the way from Peter's medial ring to his broad tip, lips wrapping around it before taking it into his mouth completely. Whoa, Peter said, taken aback as he watched his boyfriend take his cock deeper in his mouth than he ever had before. He was used to Martin having a gag reflex that was at odds with his enthusiasm, but he was having no trouble taking every inch he had now. Martin was deep-throating his boyfriend with almost practiced ease. There was no hesitation or forethought to his technique. Only pure, unbridled lust as he bobbed up and down that thick shaft. His hands were doing as much work as they could with whatever he couldn't take down his throat. He was making a mess on Peter's cock between his own saliva and plenty more of Peter's pre drooling out from his lips. With a particular exercise in willpower, Peter managed to pull Martin off of his cock. The poor mouse moaned in disappointment at his empty throat. Peter then reached down and picked Martin up by the hips, lifting him up with so much ease that the small rat might as well have been weightless. He let out a small squeak, but knew he was in good hands, so simply let his favorite horse do the work. Peter sat back down on the couch, placing Martin in his lap facing him. The frame of the couch audibly strained under his new weight. Martin got comfy immediately, pressing himself up against Peter's broad chest, fingers running through the dense fur there as he smiled warmly up at Peter. Even with everything else going on, he couldn't help but stare into the stallion's green eyes, momentarily forgetting what was throbbing up against his ass and just enjoying the moment. Do you have something planned? Martin asked, paws exploring Peter's massive chest, giving one of his massive pecs a squeeze. You are overdressed, Peter said. His voice was deeper, much more gruff now. He moved his massive hand slowly and grabbed onto Martin's shirt before ripping it open, buttons sent flying. Martin squeaked again, practically going limp to let Peter manhandle him as he wanted to. These two. Peter grunted as he reached for Martin's pants, thick hands slipping over them to give his ass a good squeeze. I can, I can take those. Before he could finish, Peter had gripped the fabric and ripped his pants. Even his underwear couldn't resist Peter's pure strength getting torn off as well. Martin sighed to himself. He liked those undies, but he wasn't going to argue especially with how hot that was. Looks like I'm not the only one growing. Peter rumbled, his hands gripping Martin's ass, the sudden warmth of those hands sending shivers up his spine. His tail straightened out as he moaned, Peter's strong hands sinking into his ass, feeling way more sensitive than it ever had before. He turned his head to look, but even before seeing it, he could tell his ass was bigger, a lot bigger. His cute little rat butt was now a plump and bouncy bubble butt. Even with Peter's huge paws, he couldn't grip both cheeks entirely 
and the fat cheeks overflowed around his fingers. Is, is that me? He whispered, looking back at his own ass in a mix of shock and awe. I don't know. Peter rumbled with a smirk as he gripped Martin's cheeks and spread them out so he could slide in his cock, hot-dogging between them. Does it feel like it? Martin quivered as he felt inch after inch of boiling hot thick horse cock slide between his ass, that medial ring pressing up against his back door to remind him what's coming soon. Martin was also feeling a different kind of sensation. He looked down to see his own cock had grown out too. His usual small and compact little hardness was a throbbing foot-long monster cock pressed up between him and Peter's muscular stomach. Peter noticed it too. He looked down at it with a surprised look on his face, which quickly turned to a smirk. It might take him a minute or two to get used to that size, but he was already liking the looks of it. Well, we'll have some fun with that bad boy in a bit, Peter said, looking back up to Martin. But first, I'm going to need to give this a test ride. He gripped Martin's ass for emphasis, spreading his cheeks, and positioning his cock under him, lifting him up to get him exactly where he wanted. His cock was so slick with pre, and Martin's new size and malleability made it easy for Peter to thrust into him, slipping all of the way to the medial ring with a single thrust. Martin bit his lip as his eyes went wide, feeling the sudden intrusion, his own cock jumping as he was spread around that monster horse cock being speared inside of him. He was glad he had grown wider to accommodate it all. Even with his extra size, it was a tight fit. Peter wasn't done, though. He pulled back and shoved Martin all the way to the base so his huge ass kissed the horse's hot and heavy nuts. Martin couldn't even squeak this time. All he could do was bite his lip, unable to control himself as he came. A thick rope of seed came flying up to hit the underside of Peter's chin with a loud splash, followed by several more that coated his chest and stomach. Martin, meanwhile, practically melted in Peter's hands, shaking, convulsing, and shivering against him and around his cock. S-sorry, Martin apologized, panting and looking at the mess he made dripping from Peter's snout. Don't be, Peter said, licking his lips. That was the hottest thing I'd ever seen. Martin chuckled in between the last few aftershocks, adding to the pool of seed nestled in a nice spot between his cock and Peter's huge pecs. He steadied himself and tried his best to catch his breath. Need a second? Peter asked. Martin huffed, then smirked at Peter. He answered his question by lifting his hips up and bringing him back down as hard as he could. Peter chuckled and matched him, gripping him by the hips to manhandle him up and down his thick cock. Martin's tongue lolled out as he got lost in the sensations of being stretched beyond what he thought was possible while loving every second of it. His stomach bulged every time Peter bawled him out inside him, now thrusting hard enough to make his heavy balls whack up against Martin's ass, making a loud wet slap each time, thanks to the pints of pre leaking out from Martin's stretched hole, drenching the stallion's balls. Peter couldn't last out too much longer. 
He had been worked up ever since Martin came back home with his cute, formerly, little butt, and was ready to blow at any second now, getting closer with each resounding slam of Martin's thick and jiggling ass against his swollen and needy balls. He moved a hand to grab Martin's head, bringing him in close for a kiss. He moaned into the rodent's mouth and let loose all he had. Martin moaned into his mouth, eyes going wide as he felt the first load of horse seed pour into him, expanding his stomach with the sheer volume of it. He tried to keep his lips pressed to Peter's, but the sheer volume of seed expanding his stomach made it difficult to keep up against him. And Peter wasn't done. The stallion's second shot launched out, and he had enough force to launch Peter up and off of the monstrous horse cock entirely. Peter just barely reacted in time to catch him. Martin shook with fear and surprise in Peter's grasp, not liking the idea of getting rocketed face first through their living room wall. He held onto Peter tightly, hugging him around his thick, muscular neck as he watched the show going on behind him, with his stallion's cock still going off. Peter showed no sign of stopping and his massive cock was letting loose across the room, thick ropes of seed flying, covering every available surface from floor to ceiling, one thick shot at a time. Martin looked back at the spectacle with amazement, dumbfounded by the sheer volume being launched out from his boyfriend's cock. Some very quiet and distant part of his mind worried about how he was going to clean up all this, but it barely registered with everything else going on. Martin noticed, as he was transfixed on Peter's cock, that with each spasm, Peter was getting bigger again. The base of his cock was pressed up against his soft rear end and was thicker than his waist now. Peter himself was growing bigger under him as well, easily twice his normal size, now with powerful and rippling muscles under his thick and rugged hide. He couldn't even hug around his neck anymore, and inside decided to just lay on top of him as he was a very warm and musky bed. He heard the couch under them creak as Peter grew. With one final groan of wood giving out, it completely broke under the new weight of the stallion. Both of them fell to the floor, not going far with how big Peter had gotten. Peter's cock and growth had settled down now, leaving him surrounded by the remains of the couch, with Martin lying out on top of him, both of them panting. Martin wasn't sure when, but he came again while he was focused on Peter and his cock, as well as the firm but gentle grip he still had on his ass. The mess on the stallion's chest and stomach had grown along with Martin's cock. Peter was reveling in the aftermath. His body sang with pleasure all over, and he could feel the power in his muscles, plus the air conditioner blowing on a few feet of cum-soaked cock. In between all the new sensations, he could feel Martin wriggling on top of him. He was whining softly. He looked down his chest to see Martin burying his head into his chest, hands currently stroking his cock, diamond hard and rubbing against the stallion's stomach. He was rubbing his ass against Peter's slowly deflating cock. But the size it was at now, it wasn't going to fit anywhere. You okay, babe? Peter asked. He was starting to worry. Martin was always at least partially reserved, but now he was unabashedly horny and unable to contain himself. 
Martin looked up at him with a glazed-over expression. Need? Help? He panted while he stroked himself. You're just so... I can't help myself. He buried his head into Peter's chest, moaning. He was rubbing his cock against Peter now, desperate and needy. Peter nodded and knew what to do. Still laid out on the ground, he grabbed Martin and heaved him up onto his broad and muscular stomach, gliding him till his cock was laid out between his massive pecs. I've always wanted to try this. He mumbled to himself. He squeezed his pecs together, grinning wide at the sight of Martin's newly grown cock. He barely recognized the massive monster between the rotten's shapely thighs. It looked about the same size as his own horse cock used to be, but it still throbbed and jerked like Martin's would whenever he got close to it. He moved his tongue to lap around the broad tip, lapping out the copious amounts of pre that Martin was eagerly giving him. Martin's little paws were trying to grip his head so he could get leverage to buck his hips, but Peter kept a firm hold on his hips to keep him right where he wanted. Naughty little rat, he cooed up at Martin. Don't worry, you're in good hands. Martin whined at Peter, but nodded, panting hotly with his expression still vacant and lust-stricken. Peter did his best to take care of him. His big hands were able to grip his ass entirely now, controlling his whole body and guiding him between his pecs while his mouth did the best he could with Martin's cock. Martin usually didn't really care for his blowjobs. Peter was never sure if it was just a personal preference or if he just wasn't very good at it. But now, Martin couldn't get enough of the stallion's mouth and was eagerly bucking his hips. He was also glad that the extra growth made it easy for him to take his boyfriend's massive cock. He didn't know how Martin made it look so easy. He could take almost all of it into his mouth with ease, while his tongue lolled out against the underside of the rest of it. Then, to snake around and start to lap at Martin's balls. Peter hadn't noticed, but they had grown too, each the size of an apple, and looking ready to burst at any moment. He held on to Martin, but let him work his hips the way he wanted to, with his lips pressed up against the base of his cock, letting his lust-mad boyfriend use his mouth like an on a hole while his tongue kept playing with hefty nuts, eager to see what they had in store for him. Martin moaned, gripping Peter's mane, shuddering with pleasure. Yes, yes, he panted. Peter could feel those balls heave up against his lips, and then the sudden rush of Martin's seed down his throat. He gripped the rat tighter, keeping him right where he wanted to, as he let loose down his throat, swallowing every last bit as quickly as he could to keep up with the rodent. Martin filled his stomach with a tsunami of spunk being let loose, letting out cute little squeaks with every spurt. It was just over a minute before Martin finally stopped coming. By the time he was done, Peter was glad for the exercise, since he felt like he'd just had a full meal. He slowly pulled Martin away from him, dislodging his cock from his throat. When he got it free from his lips, he was greeted with a spurt of pre launching across his nose. Martin was still hard as a rock, wiggling in his grip, wanting to get free and probably trying to face-fuck him again, still barely coherent in between his whines and moans. Peter sighed. If I let go of you, will you stay put long enough for me to move around? 
Martin had to consider it for a moment. Still not quite there. He eventually nodded, his hand stroking his own cock for comfort now. Peter grabbed him and leaned up, plopping him down to his side. Martin did his best to stay put, but Peter could tell how much he was struggling to contain himself, his eyes scouring over the stallion's massive form while he played with himself. Peter looked around, realizing the room was too big for much movement, but he did have one option. He rolled over onto his stomach and lifted his ass in the air. Peter looked down and admired his form for a moment. He loved all the new muscle he had gained, but most eye-catching was his ass, now a firm and powerful bubble butt supported by thick legs. He could see why Martin was having so much trouble controlling himself now. Now in position, he lifted his firm ass up and grabbed his tail to yank it out of the way, presenting himself to his uncontrollably horny boyfriend, adding a little wiggle to his hips. Peter didn't even have a chance to hear the noise of Martin scurrying at full speed at him. Peter whined when Martin slammed into him, sinking every inch of his cock into him at once. Martin's hips were moving at a fevered pace as he pumped into the stallion with wild and lustful abandon. Martin's fingers dug into Peter's hips for leverage, gripping tightly. There was no technique and barely any rhythm to his movements, just pure animal lust as he rutted into his boyfriend's ass. Peter was inexperienced with being on the receiving end, just as Martin was being on the giving end. But damn if he wasn't enjoying himself. And from the way Martin was panting, he could tell he was more than enjoying himself as well. Every slam of Martin's hips into Peter's ass shook the horse to the core, especially when the rotten's thick cock barreled up against the horse's oversized prostate, making his equally huge cock thump up against his chest. Martin grunted as his grip on Peter's hips tightened, starting to make noises the horse had never heard from his normally quiet and reserved little boyfriend. That thick cock buried inside his ass started to get even larger. Peter could tell what was coming, and he knew he wasn't too far behind. With a final thrust, Martin buried himself into Peter's plump ass, his ball slapping against the stallions with a wet plop as he let loose. Martin, Martin was caught off guard by the sudden flood of seed pouring out of him, coming more in a few seconds than he had in his entire life, and still more came. Peter was caught even more off guard. He had never felt such a powerful sensation of potent virility fill him so suddenly and with such force. He could feel his boyfriend's love pour into him with rope after rope of virile seed shooting out from the thick, throbbing cock buried inside him. It was so overwhelming that he couldn't help but join him, his own cock shooting off, sending cum to splatter up against the wall he was leaning against against his chest and chin and generally joining the mess on the floor. Neither of them was sure how much time had passed as they came, or after, panting for breath with Martin collapsed on top of Peter's heavy frame. The stallion barely able to support himself against the wall as he shook with pleasure. But it wasn't too long before Peter felt a paw wrap around his tail, gripping it tightly. Martin held on to it as he pulled his hips back, his cock back at full hardness, maybe even bigger.
Peter whined again and pressed his ass back to meet Martin. This was going to be a long night, he thought to himself, with a dumb grin on his face. Martin woke up in a daze. Everything was sticky. The room was a mess, and the overpowering stench of sex filled the room. But he was resting his head on Peter's chest, so he couldn't care about all that too much. He leaned up to get a better sense of what happened, rubbing his eyes. Peter was back to his normal self, though maybe just slightly bigger than normal. Martin's own changes were more noticeable. While he wasn't as big as he was the night before, his ass was much more filled out than usual, and his dick was bigger soft than it used to be hard. Guess I'll need to buy some more pants, he thought to himself. Morning, babe, Peter said with a grunt, shifting around on the heap under them to pull out a piece of couch he had slept on. Morning, Martin said with a smile, giving Peter a little kiss on the lips. I'm not looking forward to cleaning this up he added with a sigh, resting his head on Peter's chest again. He rubbed the rodent's back. We'll get it cleaned up together in no time, he chuckled. With the fun we had, it was worth it. Martin giggled. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. He sighed, nuzzling up against Peter. Though I'm still confused by something. I only had three of those things and I couldn't think straight at all. I lost all control and just wanted to fuck. You had thirteen of them, and you were more or less yourself the entire night. I, I don't get it. Peter thought about it for a moment. Eventually, he smiled down at Martin with his reply. Experience. Martin's ears twitched. Huh? I don't think it's possible for me to want you more than I already do, he said, arms wrapped around the rodent, rumbling softly. So, I've had to learn to control myself. Else, we'd never be able to leave the house, he added with a chuckle. I'm kind of an expert at it now. A smile spread all the way from one of Martin's blushing red ears to the other. Which reminds me, Peter said, looking around. Ah, here it is. He reached over a hand to dig through the pile of debris. He returned with the gift he had given Martin yesterday. It was a little rougher wear and sticky too, but still in one piece. Oh, I'd forgotten all about that, Martin said, taking the gift. Go ahead and open it. Martin nodded and did his best to take apart the mess of wrapping paper and tape that Peter had made with it. His ears perked and his entire body went red when he saw the small black box it contained. It had a dent in it, but the shape of it was undeniable. Is, is this? he asked, hesitating to open it for a moment before peeking inside. It was an engagement ring. Martin was stunned. I, I, I thought you wanted to wait till we got a place together, Martin said, voice starting to crack. Tears welling up in his eyes. Who knows when that will happen, Peter said. I want to be your husband now. Will you be mine? Martin wiped a tear from his eye and looked at the ring, then around the complete disaster area that was the living room. 
He imagined something different for this, maybe a bit less sticky, maybe with better smells. Not exactly the most romantic atmosphere for this. What do you mean? Peter grinned. Naked, sticky, and exhausted after having a blast together? Sounds perfectly romantic to me. Martin sighed and nodded in agreement. He looked up at Peter for a moment before smiling wide. Absolutely, he said finally. Yes, of course, yes. He wrapped his arms around Peter's and gave him the biggest kiss he could. Peter squeezed him back, the two of them laying out on the ground in the middle of their ruined living room, embracing each other close. They stayed there intertwined around each other for several more minutes in silence before Peter finally broke it. Up for one more round? He asked, grabbing Martin's plump ass. Martin sighed. Okay, one more, he grinned. Then we're getting in the shower and cleaning the rest of this place up. Peter nodded and gave Martin a kiss before rolling him over onto his back and making him squeak. And with that, we've come to the end of our story. To conclude the episode, I would once again like to thank all of you for listening to the podcast and sincerely hope you've enjoyed it. If you would like to leave a comment, you can do so by visiting our website at www.dinneratyifnies.com. You can also leave a voice message, sign up for notifications, and submit stories that you would like to hear on the show. And finally... Good night and come again.